0: From our studios in North Florida, it's In Black and Right. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and patriots of all ages, welcome again to In Black and Right on our Saturday special. Uh, We're going to be doing the show six days a week uh, from now until Election Day, which is 31 days away. There's so much news and so many developments that are happening that five days just isn't going to cut it right now. So we're going to be doing these Saturday specials uh, over the next, uh, I think that's going to give us four shows over the next, four Saturday shows over the next month. But we're going to be doing our best to keep up to speed on all the latest developments on a whole lot of news, especially in regards to the election. And yes, uh, we are going to be doing other things as well. We're going to be updating our website. We're going to have some new things. Uh, Starting next week, we're going to be doing... A a series of specials called uh, All Politics is Local. It's a continuation of what we did back in August uh, with some local candidates uh, here in North Florida. So we're going to take it and expand uh, to uh, other parts of the country. So it's going to be really cool to do that. So please stay tuned. Uh, And before we get into the Saturday special today, just wanted to let you know if you want to contact us, just send us an email at right at gmail.com. Check out also our website, inblackandright.net. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be doing a lot over the next, uh, gosh, like only a month until the election. Wow. It's kind of overwhelming, but I'm really looking forward to it. We're going to be doing a whole lot of really cool stuff. At least uh, and that is our intent. I just hope we can do it all. But as I've told a lot of my friends around the country, uh, folks, this is my busy season. And yeah, it's going to be a little tough. But it's going to be a lot of fun too. Uh, but getting into today, oh my gosh. There are some things that just have made me really scratch my head. Uh, as I've told people and warned them weeks ago. Uh, the cheat is on. Democrats are, are, are pulling out all the stops. They're pulling out all the psychops. And boy, oh boy, did I love reading this story uh, that came from Axios and also was reported on justthenews.com. And I lo- the, the headline's great. Democrats running fake local news sites in swing states ahead of the midterms, and I thought, okay, this is going to be fun. Uh, this story, uh, from Just the News, it's a crack up, and it's kind of, and, and I'll tell you why it's kind of funny to me. Now, the writer writer's a name is named Ben Whedon, and it goes a little something like this. The Democrat Party is running a string of questionable local news sites to spread messages in favor of their platform ahead of the November midterm elections. According to a report from Axios, and certainly not not the most conservative friendly, the network consists of at least 51 sites to 10 battleground states, including Arizona, Colorado, Georgia, Michigan, New Hampshire, Nevada, North Carolina, my beloved home, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and Wisconsin. Hmm. All of those, my friends, are very key states. But, what really is cracking me up about this... Now, there, the Axios reports talking about all of these fake sites that take uh, liberal-friendly news and intersperse uh, like local sports and things in these various communities, but it's way slanted. And I'm thinking to myself, hmm, why do liberal-friendly Democrat people have to come up with fake news sites. I mean, it gives a whole new meaning to fake news, number one. And certainly, when you have the mainstream corporate media uh, essentially in the Democrats' pocket and have had an incestuous relationship for decades, why do you need to do this? Fake local news? (laughs) I mean, my gosh. You can get that pretty much anywhere, and you don't have to create a website to do it. You really don't. So that, that's kind of funny to me. It, it's really funny to me, doing that. But in a story that's very much connected, since you have Democrats creating fake local news sites in key battleground states, well, here's kind of why They have to, because again, this great story. uh, Again, just the news. I I love their website. I get a lot of, I do a lot of show prep and getting a lot of stuff from there, because the mainstream media won't do their job. They can't do their job because you know they've essentially sold their souls to the Democrat Party. But anyway, this one is a great one. Uh, Dems underwater on top two voter issues heading into the midterms. Yes, and those two top issues are inflation and violent crime. I love this. The story talks about recent polling that has taken place where they're focusing on issues and do they trust Republicans or Democrats to handle them? And just the first, oh, I guess about paragraph or two, says it all. One month out from the midterm elections, voters have made clear that crime and the economy are the two most important issues to them, according to recent polling. Now, the story from Injustice News was written by one of their reporters, an Aaron Kliegman, talking about this. And the next paragraph The economy, particular inflation, has consistently ranked as the number one priority for voters. A new Monmouth University poll, as an example, found that 82% of Americans ranked inflation as an extremely or very important issue. 82%? That is wild, folks. If you're, you can't get 82% if you're polling just Republicans, this is across the political entire spectrum. You've got Republicans, you also have independents, and Democrats, because you do not get 82% of anything politically, especially when you're talking issues, unless you have Democrats uh, very much involved in it. Also, uh a poll by NPR Marist said likewise. It's just incredibly crazy. Oh, pardon me folks, but yeah, this is absolutely wild. And yet as I've told people, the psychops have been in full swing for quite a while. Suppression polling Uh, Positive news stories, uh, the demonization of MAGA, America First folks, uh, patriots, and just plain ordinary citizens who may not necessarily be political, but boy oh boy are they now. They are paying attention, especially when it comes to inflation, and American consumers are absolutely freaked out. I mean, it is, the, the big issues of the day are not climate change, it's not abortion, it's not about a quote-unquote threat to democracy, it's basically going to the store. People are going, we're still at 40-year highs for inflation. People are still going to grocery stores seeing the high prices. They're going to gas stations and seeing the obscene, obscenely high prices. They're looking at housing, the cost of their housing if they have mortgages or if they are, are renting. You, I mean, also utility costs, energy costs are going up too. And this was before OPEC took its two million dollar, uh, two million barrel reduction and pretty much told Europe, Western Europe, and the United States to go pay on sand. Yeah, this is just not, this isn't fun. I mean, wages can't keep up with inflation. It can't. And yet, you know, here's Biden. Yesterday, the end of the trading week, the the Dow was down another 630 points. The NASDAQ was down 421 points. Yeah, and here's Biden yesterday continuing to be deluded into thinking that, oh, the economy's fine, we need energy, we need to have electric cars, and oh, believe me, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that one too. But yes, we have Joe Biden who is in another world. He is totally disconnected from reality. And yet somehow the mainstream media in its continuing attempt to prop up Biden and the Democrats are having more and more and more trouble. And I think reality in some cases, not very many, but in some cases is starting to set in. Uh, You also look at crime, violent crime in urban areas. And it's really not just cities anymore. You know, being here in Florida, it's not always about Miami and Tampa and Orlando and Jacksonville. Even the small community I live in has its share of crime too. Violent crime. Sexual assaults. Uh, things related, drug-related crimes. Human trafficking, even. So, Yeah there are people who are absolutely just ticked off it's not just it's not just in big cities anymore when you're talking about violent crime and yes biden's disapprovals are still rising now of course they want to talk about oh uh, the mainstream media that is wants to talk about oh yeah well hey biden Biden's approval rating went up. I was thinking, w- w- wait, wait a minute. How can his approval rating go up when Democrats are not just underwater on key issues? They're drowning in it. They're drowning in denial. They know the red wave is coming, and it's not just on the federal level. House seats, U.S. Senate seats, yes, yes. They are important, and I have never said they weren't. But what really is blowing my mind is there are reports that Republicans could pick up, um, as far as governors, they could flip some really blue states red. And, and I thought, wait, wait a minute, how is this happening? uh in nevada place i used to live lived in reno lake tahoe area steve sisalak or as we used to call him governor sissy pants is apparently behind in the polls to joe lombardo the former chief of former police chief of las vegas in clark county so he's behind us oh and just as a side note tonight This weekend, actually, it's going to be a double dose of Trump. Tonight, President Trump is going to be in Minden, Nevada, which is northern Nevada, about an hour south of Reno, where I used to live. Uh, He's going to be doing a big rally there, and then the next day, less than 24 hours later, he's going down to another place I used to live, Arizona to Mesa, Arizona, just east of Phoenix. I've got some great friends who live in that area. Mesa, Chandler, Gilbert, Maricopa, that area. So yes, another rally tomorrow in Arizona. Tonight, Trump is in Minden, Nevada, going to help people like Adam Laxalt, who's running for U.S. Senate, and he's actually ahead in the polls. Uh, I mean, I, I wouldn't even call it really a statistical dead heat, but he's polling incredibly well with Hispanics. Uh, the last poll I saw, 50% of Hispanics in Las Vegas, Clark County area, were for Laxalt, and 52% in Reno, uh, Washoe County, uh, also Hispanics for, for Laxalt. I'm like, wow. This is really a mess, especially with Hispanics and Democrats. It's a train wreck. Uh, Blake Masters down in Arizona debated Mark Kelly just a couple of nights ago. And Masters absolutely walloped Kelly, especially when it came to the border and border security and illegal immigration. Oh, it was pretty darn amazing. And it was, well, I mean, he politically bludgeoned the guy, but he didn't have to yell to do it. He just simply stated the facts. Boom, boom, boom. As far as energy, yeah. Uh, Mark Kelly was exposed to be, as being a hypocrite. So Blake Masters is doing pretty okay, and Trump's timing is impeccable. Because Carrie Lake is doing amazingly well uh, in the polling. Uh, Her opponent, Katie Hobbs, doesn't have any kind of courage to debate her on anything. She's not showing up somehow thinking that, oh, we'll we'll just let the mainstream media take care of that. And frankly, the mainstream media can't do jack. (laughs) To be perfectly honest right now. Uh, Not even the local stations in Phoenix. The polling is out there. And I'm not just talking uh, real clear politics, Trafalgar, any of the more conservative leaning uh, polling companies. We're hearing this, I'm seeing this from CNN, of all people. CNN! And even CNN, sadly, having to admit that black Americans are absolutely avoiding the Democrat Party like the plague. Now, granted, it's not as extreme as Hispanics, but there are black folks who are getting the message. Uh, Their now black support for Democrats is at 74%, but it's down from 85%. Now, even though it's only a 10-point drop, and it is the vast majority of black Americans who... They still vote Democrat because they're still under the uh, spell of people like Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson, uh, and other dingbats like Joy Reid and Tiffany Cross on MSLSD and whatever. But the Blexit movement has made inroads. Black conservatives are doing amazingly well in the country and we are no longer an oxymoron we are no longer an anomaly we are here we are here to stay we are making inroads at all levels in congress uh... everywhere all state legislatures and every and everywhere else you can find it i mean and i'm always encouraged now Daniel Cameron, right now, who is running against the Democrat governor in Kentucky, he is a young man. He's the Attorney General of the Commonwealth of Kentucky. Young black guy, sharp, articulate, very well spoken. And he won statewide office. And yet, he has a chance to knock off Bashir. <laughs> i'm going wow it it, it is a mind blower to be sure but yes democrats are absolutely they're not just underwater they're drowning and i mean the real issues not abortion not climate change so yes i am very encouraged that even on the gubernatorial level i mean when i'm seeing nevada which is essentially california east and has been for a while Ready to get rid of the Democrats? Wow. That's pretty amazing. Uh, not just Adam Laxall. Uh, even uh, Jim Marchant, who is running for Secretary of State uh, in Nevada, is, seems to be doing pretty okay, as far as the most recent polling. And I'll tell you, George Soros is pouring a lot of money into the Secretary of State's races. I mean, big time, because he wants to control the levers of elections, and he wants it bad. I mean, really bad. And, of course, should Marchant in Nevada win Secretary of State, that is a huge, huge win for MAGA. Because the MAGA candidates who are running for Secretary of State spots in the country, Marchant's the head of the coalition. Christina Caramo. In Michigan, she's running as a black woman for Secretary of State and she's MAGA. Trump endorsed. There's just so many things that I'm very upbeat about when it comes to these elections. But of course, to have it in the context of where we are now economically with inflation, I mean I'm I mean I'm not a wealthy man. But I have concerns about things like energy and housing, the price of... Now, here's the beautiful part about being Floridian. Because of Hurricane Ian, a week ago, Governor DeSantis and the Florida legislature came together, and right now, Florida is experiencing a gas tax holiday gas tax holiday and because of that holiday and the fact that Florida was smart and wise to build a surplus rainy day funds I mean well in this case it was a hurricane fund but yes they have now given Floridians a break on a key part of just life and cost of living and that's gas with the 25 cent Florida state gas tax eliminated for now. Florida now has the fifth cheapest gas in the country. And believe you me, the folks, especially down in southwest Florida, are happy for it to get cheaper gas. And actually, all over Florida. But I'm really concerned, you know, and thinking about those folks down. In the southwestern part of the state, they got hit really hard with Ian. And I'm, that's you now down in the Keys, the Barrier Islands, Fort Myers, Naples, Port Charlotte, Sarasota, and so on. So that's very helpful. But I'll tell you what. This is just crazy. Now, since we're talking about violent crime, oh, here's a beauty for you. Uh, in a somewhat related story, the headline goes, Suspect arrested in fatal Las Vegas mass stabbing was in the country illegally. Illegally, yeah. Hey, all you open borders folks, hey, how you liking it now? An illegal immigrant goes out in broad daylight in the lot, on the Las Vegas Strip And fatally stabbed, and stabbed a whole bunch of people. Eight people in total, but two of them died. So you're not just talking about, you know, murder one. Uh, You're also talking six counts of attempted murder. And the district attorney uh, for Las Vegas and Clark County doesn't care, you know, if he's a citizen or not. But yes, this is another example of why. I mean, it's not just fentanyl. I mean, you've got criminals like these in this country illegally committing these crimes. And yeah, and and you want to tell me that everything is okay, Democrats? Yeah, sure. I believe everything you tell me. Whatever. I mean, that's just that's just sickening enough. But, yeah. Violent crime is going to be an issue. Talk to the people in Chicago. Talk to the folks in Philadelphia. Los Angeles. And other cities. But, I'll tell you what, though. I'm totally blown away that Republicans have a chance to flip four governor's races. And especially... <laughs> And this is the one that just about gave me another heart attack. The state of Oregon. Oregon. I'm like, why? I, I lived there for 40 plus years. I still have family and friends there. But it's in a three-way race for governor in the state of Oregon. And in recent polling, uh, m- uh, multiple polls, the Republican is ahead in the polls uh, right now in the state of Oregon, which is about as blue a state as you can get. And even the RNC is actually sending money to Oregon. That doesn't happen, folks. Trust me. I've been around Oregon politics for a lot of years. And this doesn't happen. This does not happen. The National Party sending Funds in Oregon. Heck, even in Washington State. Patty Murray, the mom with tennis shoes, which are actually stiletto heels, right on the um, right on the necks of freedom-loving Washingtonians, and that's a place I lived there as well. When I heard about this from a friend of mine, who's very actively involved, and gives me reports from the ground. I mean, I I want to to try to get him on the show at some point. But yeah, it's wild. It is absolutely wild what's going on. If Oregon actually gets a Republican governor and flips it red, Oregon has not had a Republican governor since the 1980s. That would be a miracle. I mean, truly, it would truly be a miracle. What's going on? Uh, same with Nevada. they it's, it's not as bad there. They have had a Republican governor before, and not that many years, but Oregon? Wow. That would be a wild one, and yes, that is going to be a race I'm going to be tracking because to absolutely get rid of the Democrats in a place like Oregon, where the I-5 corridor runs right through Portland... And that place is about as messed up as messed up can be. Man, that's going to be a wild one. But more wild things going on in the country. Uh, This is just crazy. Uh, This weekend in Los Angeles, there is a conference going on about with doctors and the whole idea about gender-affirming care which is essentially code for your kids are going to get mutilated and screwed for life anyway so now a story from the epoch times doctors challenge push for gender-affirming care for children because in light of a lot of this being exposed by tucker carlson and in a related story, Vanderbilt University there in Nashville is putting a pause to gender transition surgeries for minors. And this is primarily because of the expose that was done by Tucker Carlson about this just thoroughly messed up, evil practice by American doctors because they're loving the money it's apparently big business taking the alphabet agenda and taking kids under 18 and turning them essentially in, and, and taking advantage of them and turning them essentially into lab rats using puberty blockers, double mastectomies for girls under the age of 18 because somebody probably in their school. Some teacher told them that they were, you know, somehow, oh, well, you might be born the wrong gender. I said, the the grooming, the grooming is still very much there in public schools. So watch yourself. Watch yourself. Because people like Tucker Carlson, uh, Matt Walsh, exposed this mess at Vanderbilt. And those those two together absolutely shed a light on all the rats there at Vanderbilt. A great university. I mean, you even had Tucker Carlson to the point where he actually put the names and the pictures of the board of directors of Vanderbilt Medical Center. I'm like, wow. And and the heat has been on. So now, here you have Vanderbilt calling for a pause in gender transition surgeries for minors. Yay. Going through some type of quote-unquote review. Oh, no. No, no, no. Crazy. And, yes, a huge thank you and kudos to Matt Walsh and Tucker Carlson. Huge kudos. Because this is a messed up, thoroughly evil, and barbaric practice. And now, today, in Los Angeles, you have protests that are going to be going on uh, at a medical convention about, and I believe it's the American Academy of Pediatrics who are doing this, but I'll tell you what, this is just messed up. Now, these doctors who are opposing this type of gender transition surgery are being treated pretty much the same as all of these doctors who came out against uh, the COVID vaccines, the mask mandates, and everything. Uh, and I just want to read a paragraph from this story in the Epoch Times. It's from yesterday, October the 7th, but it absolutely explains it all as to, as to what the medical community, big pharma, the whole sick, twisted, demonic alliance is into. And the agenda that they're into. Uh, and I'll read this. Part of just this, this story. A pediatrician using the pseudonym Dr. Grace Clark out of fear of retaliation told the Epoch Times that years ago, when she first learned puberty blockers were treat were used to treat children, she was intrigued. Like other doctors, she said, she assumed a treatment so new and radically different must be based on solid medical research and evidence. But, since, but she has lost faith since then in the specialists and medical institutions she once trusted. And a quote from... Uh, from Dr. Clark, I feel, I, felt betra- I feel betrayed by the American Academy of Pediatrics, honestly, because I came to realize I can't believe them. They're telling me something that defies common sense. Period. That tells you right there what they're doing. And, what's the, and yesterday, I reported a story, uh, again from the Epoch Times, the CDC, the CDC public health people, one of the alphabet agencies, have created a grant program of $85 million of taxpayer money, that's your money, my money, Who to give $85 million to schools, public schools across the country, and maybe even some other schools, but anyway, the, they wanted to give these schools money for, for grants to create programs of student-led clubs that support LGBT youth, and it requires them. I said, this, the more I dig into this, the more I see these really twisted alliances between public health, the government, the LGBT agenda... I mean, it's more perverse than even I thought. And it needs to be shined. The light needs to be shined on this horrendous, immoral, demonic practice. Not just at Vanderbilt. University of Washington uh, has, does that as well. And other hospitals across the country. They need to be held under the light of truth. No more getting away with this under the radar. No more. This is insane, folks. And the fact that they want to do it to your kids, and they have no problem with it, and any doctor who stands up against it, well, they're, they're a problem. They're, they're bigots and homophobes and transphobes. And I, I am not the least bit afraid. Okay, let me make this clear to me, to, to all you folks. If you're someone who wants to use the whole phobic whatever, homophobic, transphobic, xenophobic, whatever, you can do it, but I'm going to laugh at you. I'm going to mock you because you do not know me. I am not afraid of this. I'm, af- I'm not afraid of it for myself. I'm afraid for what it might do to my great nieces and nephews who are all kids, except for one. One of them is over 18, but you want to try to do this stuff to any of my family? Oh yeah, no, sorry, not into it, and you can call me whatever name you want to, but I'm going to protect my family, period, and I am not the least bit afraid of you, I'm not afraid of the media, I'm not afraid of any of it, because I have a job to do. And I will not be deterred. I will not be silenced. I will not be shadow banned. I will not be canceled. So yes, I've got a major problem with this. And yes, I'm going to, fortunately, at least all the heat and the exposure has put Vanderbilt's program on hold, which is nice, but this needs to be exposed everywhere. I mean, anywhere in the country that they're using puberty blockers And there are more than enough tragic cases of kids, kids, mind you, who are now maybe even still teenagers or maybe even young adults, who regretted it and they can't detransition. They can't do it because their bodies chemically and even aesthetically are messed up for life. They're totally messed up for life. And not to mention the mental anguish the emotional anguish that comes with it. this is just like I said, it's sick, it's twisted, it's demonic, and that's all that's my story, and I'm just sticking to it so anyway, my friends, uh just ending on that note, uh thank you so much for listening, and we greatly appreciate it. You can find our audio podcast anywhere you get your podcast. We're on all the platforms, big, small, and in between. You can also check out our website uh, at inblackandright.net. Just go to our Media Connection section, and you can see where we are on social media. We are on Getter, Rumble, Truth Social, Parlor, True Patriot Network, and Locals, amongst others. So yes, check us out. Follow the show. We'd love to have you. And of course, again, you can send us comments at our, at our email in black and right at gmail.com. So thank you very much for taking uh your sat taking part of your Saturday out to listen or whenever you might be listening to this. Uh, like I said, this is going to be the first of our lead up Saturday specials uh, until election day. So we've got I don't know about three more weeks to go. Anyway, take care my friends. Have yourself a fantastic weekend. Enjoy some college football if you can. And on Sunday, you know, watching the NFL, it's going to be fun. But we will be working, that is for sure. So remember, as always, Patriots come in all colors. God bless.